Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm so grateful for all of you that listen to this podcast each week. Thank you so much for your support. And if you are listening right now, we deem you a Next Level Leader. That's a person who thinks at a different level, who's thriving and pushing to make certain that they accomplish their God-giving purpose in the earth. We believe that there is a leader emerging in all of us, and leaders understand the incredible blessing of being sharpened by other leaders. Iron really does sharpen iron. So thank you so much. If you're a first-time listener, thank you so much for dropping in. I hope that you will stay consistent on these podcasts as we hope to continue to encourage you and inspire you. We just appreciate all of you so much and thank you. I really want you to share this podcast with as many people as you can. It's our desire to reach a million people a million leaders, and you can help us do that simply by sharing the link with someone, letting them know, here's a podcast that I believe can help you on leadership. I want you to take a moment and follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. That's a place where I can learn more about you. We can communicate. Of course, if you want to get more information about me or have us to come in and speak to your organization, do a lot of leadership training and et cetera, or perhaps find out when I've been in your area, find out what books I've written and how to get them. Go to josephwalker3.org. That information is right there. So today, I want to talk about determining who and what is salvageable during the shift. Now, <laughs> let me open up by just saying shift happens. It does. And as humorous as that might sound, with the play on words, I think it's important to understand that in every organization, there are going to be shifts, moments in which you have to go in different directions, whether you are voluntarily going or whether you're involuntarily going, you are shifting every single season into something. And what is important when you make these shifts, particularly when those shifts are intentional in order to maintain a level of relevance and to be effective uh, in terms of trying to accomplish the thing that you know, God has given you to accomplish, it's important that you know what can go, who can go, and who cannot. You see, this is one of those very difficult things to talk about because many of us are very emotionally attached to certain places or certain things and certain people that we oftentimes sacrifice the success of our organization on the altar of those loyalties. But if you're going to be a next level leader, you have to get to a place or you are unbothered by the emotional residue that may come with your decision because you know ultimately it's going to be a blessing to all who are connected to you in the long run. Today, let's discover what is actually salvageable. Who's salvageable when an organization makes a shift? Well, let's be clear. Number one, I want you to be very clear that there's always a sifting in the shifting. Whenever an organization shifts, inevitably there's a shaking 
and that shaking will rattle what is not connected. And so it is important for you to allow that initial falling off to take place. Sometimes we try to reclaim folks who fell off during the initial part and shock of the shift, but it is important to know this was designed to shake things up, to shake things off, because some people don't have the capacity to navigate at the space where you're about to go in this next season in your life. So just remember, if things are shaking up, you're getting resignations, people are saying, I can't be a part anymore, it's all necessary because it is confirmation that your organization is pivoting, it is shifting, and there's always a sifting out of that which is disingenuous, that which does not have capacity, that which is not connected. So please understand. Secondly, what is salvageable in these moments when I'm assessing what do I keep, who do I keep, as I'm trying to pivot this organization into another space of effectiveness. Please remember, there's something to be said about whatever brings value. There are, <laughs> there are things in your organization and there are people in your organization who absolutely bring value. And this is what you determine. Anything that adds value to us is salvageable. As we begin to pivot, as we begin to shift, even though the person may not completely understand all that is happening in the organization, if they bring value, they are salvageable. And I think this is an incredible point for many people because when you think about some of the human resources or relationships that we have around us, you have to ask yourself, is every single person connected to me a valuable resource or just a resource? When you are trying to salvage something and someone in the midst of a, a shift, you have to make certain that they are valuable, that they bring a certain value and they increase your organization by what their thought process is, what they bring in terms of creativity, uh, what they bring in terms of ingenuity, what they bring in terms of professionalism, courtesies, hospitalities, etc. It is important that you hold true to whatever is bringing you value. But then it's also important that you can salvage whatever has a positive attitude. Do you know the impact of attitude on the effectiveness of your organization? I have seen people who have not had <laughs> ideal attitudes and those toxic interactions have limited the scope which that organization can expand and grow. All because people were not intentional about building certain relationships. We ended up with negative attitudes. We responded pessimistically versus responding optimistically and expectantly believing for things to happen. And so it is important that you keep the positive thinking people around you. Things not only add value to you, but things that are absolutely positive, positive energy flowing to you are salvageable persons. But I want to spend a little time on number four, because anyone who has creative capacity is a person that's salvageable. Because when you are making a shift, often you're going into spaces and things that you have never navigated before. And I know that can be challenging for many of us because we're like, I've never been in this space. What is this? But I want you to know something. When you can literally understand how 
to deal with certain things in this particular realm, when you're able to look at a situation and say a person has a certain amount of creative capacity and they can be of great asset and value to my organization, even if there are persons who have historically been connected to my organization, but they are limited in their scope, it's important that you as a next level leader have the courage to not allow those people to be pushed away. Oh, I have seen it. Very creative people get pushed away by static thinking people, people who are content with the status quo, who don't want to ruffle any feathers. But where you're trying to go is going to require a great deal of creativity. It's going to require people that think outside of the box, people that are not afraid to disagree with you, but are able to bring you alternative ways to get a thing done. There are some amazing, extraordinary, creative people out there. And these are the kinds of folks, if you're going to be successful, that you have to surround yourself with. They are salvageable because of their capacity creatively. They know how to get in where they fit in and they can make the magic happen anywhere. Here's number five. Whatever can adapt and produce. Adaptation in leadership is so important in your organization. It's important that you have people that have the ability to adapt. When an organization begins to shift, it is literally adapting to a brand new normal. Today, it's important that you know that the people who are salvageable, the things that are salvageable are things that can adapt and can produce. Things that have been doing a certain operation one way, but then they can pivot on a dime and do it another way. This is huge. It's monumental for some of us because when you begin to understand the value of this, adaptation, people that know that I may have had this particular role, but I can pivot, I can shift with the organization. This is what it's all about. So I just want to encourage you to make sure you don't throw away those people who have the anointing of adaptation and those people who are, no, who are not a burden, but people that produce without excuse. Here, ladies and gentlemen, is number six. Number six is those folks who maintain core values. You see, when your organization begins to shift, it has core values. You have core values. There are things that you will or will not do. And so it is important as you are navigating the fulfillment of the vision that God has given to you, that you clearly understand the significance of your core values. They give you direction. They govern what you are attempting to do. These things are important because they carry so much weight. And I believe that when you really have core values that are not up for compromise about your relationship with God, about who you are and all of that, let me tell you something. Amazing things begin to happen in your life when you really lock in on your core values. People that have core values, keep them. Ladies and gentlemen, do not let these people go because when their values align with your values, hey, it, it can be something that appears to be difficult or whatever, but I just believe that if you are staying faithful to your values, you're going to see how you're able to be salvageable when the organization is pivoting. The final thing I want to share with you, and I want you to get this, and I, 
I believe it's important, and I'm going to go back and review as I always do, but it's really about being a tried and true soldier. Now, <laughs> when, you, when you really reflect on that, it means that you've had some experiences. It means that you're at a place in your life, this is not your first rodeo. You get it. And when organizations shift, and I have seen it on so many levels, I have seen it in business, I've seen it in banking, I've seen it in churches, I have seen it. It is not always easy to comprehend by those who yet remain. And that's why I think it's so important for us as we begin to think about what it means to be a next level leader, that we say, I want to be a tried and true one. I want to have a spirit of authenticity. I want to be in a place where I can be trusted with whatever God wants to do in my life. You see, this is what makes it so amazing, right? Because now you begin to realize you don't have to have everything together, but there are certain values and things that you must possess if you are salvageable for the future. Listen to me. You are a next level leader. And today what I've been talking about, I believe, is, is critical for every leader, particularly when you're thinking about organizations that shift. They never stay the same. Not effective and relevant organizations. They are always looking for the pivot, always looking for the shift. And so as a consequence, we began this podcast helping you identify people or things that were salvageable to you and your organization. And so the first thing we talked about is that there's always a sifting in the shifting that no matter what has occurred or transpired in your life, whenever you are shifting, expect seismic activity, expect the shaking, expect something to appear unrattled because it is sifting off what is unnecessary as you move into a greater season of productivity. But then also remember that whatever brings value is salvageable. Assess your crowd and think about those people that feed you, those people that bring ideas, those people that are cutting edge in their thought processes, people that are bringing valuable ideas and things to your organization. They truly, 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 these are people that are salvageable. But then thirdly, we talked about the positive attitude and the human resource of that, that people need to have more positive attitudes as they impact the lives of other people. When your attitude is not positive and it's flat, it begins to be a reflection upon the branding of that organization. And that's why it's important to really think about who has creative capacity, who has the ability to get something on a dime and create it without complaining. This is so important. There's so many creative people out there and the people I know that work for me that they're just creative. They think about these things all the time. Surround yourself with people like that and you'll be amazed how you and your organization can grow and get to the next level. Because whatever can adapt and whatever can produce will always, always, I mean always, be effective. Adaptation is so important that Charles Darwin talked about it, the origin of the species. Because when you're able to adapt to a variety of different circumstances, and there will be many, then you're able to realize I can produce in any environment. I want to make myself indispensable. I want to make myself wanted by others so that I can achieve all that uh, God has placed on me to achieve. And then, of course, as we've shared, the final part of this today, well, actually, we're going to talk about core values because core values are key because those are the things that govern my decisions. 
core values are the things that allow me to make the right choices. And that's why as I close now, I have to have tried and true soldiers around me. Because if I am going to uh, maintain a level of salvageability, I need to make sure that everybody around me actually is for me and believing that I can push this thing forward. You see, when I identify people like this, true soldiers, I know what I'm dealing with. These are people who get it. You need to surround yourself in your organization with people that absolutely get it. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. I am grateful and I'm thankful just for the opportunity to help you grow as a leader. I believe that the next level leader inside of you is so amazing, so in the bullpen, warming up, waiting for the opportunity to be called into action. Let me tell you something. If your organization shifts, and it must and it will, determine who and what is salvageable. The work is too big for you to do by yourself, but there are some people, there are some things that can allow you to maintain a level of greatness, to maintain a level of effectiveness that is far-reaching than where you are now. I hope this podcast blessed you. I'm thankful for all of you that continue to support, to listen and share. And let me tell you something. This one was so personal to me because I want to make sure that through all that you go through, that you come out victorious, that you, Next Level Leader, have a strategy on how to bounce back. And for that, I applaud you. Next Level Leader, we've got so much to talk about in the days to come. But I want to thank you so much for just being connected today. Thank you for spending this time with me today. And know that when your organization shifts, you've got everything you need to maintain a level of effectiveness, efficiency, and to absolutely be willing to accomplish all that God has for your life. Thank you so much. And I want to thank all of you. Don't forget, follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. Go to my website. And uh, make sure you go and look for content and things that we believe can be a blessing to you and yours. I thank you for tuning in today. And I pray God's richest blessings be upon you and yours. Until we meet again, you be blessed. And uh, we'll see you next week. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph with